Hello, hello. This is David, back again with another episode of Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 69. A little bit of a delay with this one. I've been dealing with some, just like a health issue that's been kind of making my voice go in and out and giving me a lot of throat pain and stuff like that. Um, But my voice is good right now, so I've had these songs ready for quite a while for this episode, so it's about time that I finally get it done. So... Thank you for your patience. I know I'm running a little behind from the normal schedule, but trying my best to stick with it. So here we go. Um, This is a mostly kind of black metal-centered episode, but I do have uh, a few tunes to kind of break things up along the way. So uh, I'm going to kick things off with a pretty straightforward uh, death metal tune here. This is a band out of San Jose, California, formed in 1990. The band is Exhumed. And I've played Exhumed before. Um, they've been kind of on a roll since they got uh, old Ross Sewage back in the uh, in the band. He, of course, did vocals uh, and bass on one of their first releases, and then he's been in and out of the band uh, several times over the years. But he rejoined, um, I want to say, maybe five years ago, and uh, since then uh, he's been doing backing vocals and playing bass on the last couple of full lengths and um, they've been really good. I don't know how much of it has to do necessarily with him being back or what, but just the songs are just better and more memorable and um, they, they're just kind of on a bit of a roll here. So they just released a split with Gruesome, which Matt Harvey, the vocalist for Exhumed, is also the vocalist for Gruesome, so that kind of bridges the gap there that he sings for both bands, but um, yeah, this split I think has three tunes from Exhumed and two songs from uh, Gruesome. Came out on June 5th of this year on Relapse Records. Uh, The split is called Twisted Horror, and uh, Exhumed uh, on their own, they have nine full-length albums up to this point. Um, But yeah, the songs are short and sweet, and they're memorable, and they're just in-your-face, high-energy, and um, I just I think they're great. So this one was uh, the first kind of single, so to speak, released off of this split. Uh, Gruesome released a single and Exhumed released a single kind of ahead of time to promote this thing. But um, after listening to the full split, uh, this is my favorite tune uh, from either band uh, on the whole thing. So we're going to get right to it here. So here we go from San Jose. This is Exhumed with Rot Your Brain.
All right, that was exhumed from California with Rot Your Brain. Uh, okay, we're going to jump to Sweden here. This is a two-man band that existed from uh, the year 2000 up until 2004, and then they disbanded for quite some time, and uh, they reformed uh, just this year, really. Um, they released their, their comeback album in May, and the band is Armageddon, and uh, I remember hearing about Armageddon years ago, but um, they were just kind of a... Uh, they weren't directly in my line of sight, I guess, of uh, black metal bands to listen to. I had heard of them, but never really kind of honed in on, on checking out any of their stuff. Um, but yeah, I had heard good things about this kind of comeback album of theirs, and um, decided I would check it out, and it's really good. It's really good. Uh, it came out on May 15th. The album is called Svindeljup Atestup. And no idea what that means. I typically have some sort of a, an idea of what things mean in Swedish, uh, just using my context clues. But yeah, I don't know what that means. So <laughs> somebody Google Google Translate that. Um, but this is their fourth album overall, and it's their first since 2004. Uh, came out on Norvis Productions, which of course is the sister label of uh, Bind Rune Recordings, which uh, my band, Kriegs Grav, used to be signed to, so I'm always uh, on the lookout for things coming from Nordvis. Um, but yeah, the the song I'm going to play, funny enough, the name of this song is actually the name of their last album from 2004, so it's kind of a, a carryover, I guess, from that album title to now this song title on the new one. But... Um, Really great atmosphere. It's kind of uh, that that typical um, Scandinavian atmospheric black metal sound. Um, it's nothing particularly adventurous, but um, I don't know. It just hits the mark. It's kind of like um, uh, like Mork. You know, I, I like Mork, even though they're not doing anything original <laughs> whatsoever. It's just straight up black metal, but they do it really well, and that's just kind of how I feel about this as well. So. So yes, welcome back to this band after a long hiatus. So, from Sweden, this is Armageddon with Ond Spiritism.
Armageddon from Sweden with Ond Spiritism. Um, I really like that ending riff as well and just the, the overall pace of it. It's a good headbanger. But um, but yeah, I need to dive into their back catalog because I have only, you know, again, they were a band that I had heard of but never really looked into that much. And um, I've really only listened to this new album uh, start to finish, so I need to go check out some of the old stuff. But um all right, we're going to jump to Krakow, Poland. This is a band that's been around since 2010, although they are very new to me. Um, really, I only checked them out because I loved the uh, title of their new album. <laughs> I just thought it was a great title, so I had to check it out. The band is called Medico Peste, and the album that they came out with most recently uh, came out in March of this year. It's called The Black Bile, and uh, I thought that was an awesome album title. It's their second record overall. It's their first one in eight years. So uh, they've been around for a decade, and they released their first album in 2012, and then they just took a, a long time to come out with this second one. So this came out on Season of Mist, and they play a more kind of avant-garde style. Um, it's not really all that weird in terms of the uh, the chords they're using and the notes that they're choosing, but it's more of uh, the effects that they use, I guess. It kind of has a a trippy psychedelic uh, feel to their sound as far as it's still very much black metal but they just kind of use a you know that kind of trippy flanger you know effect on uh, vocals and guitars and things like that so it uh, serves its purpose it definitely um, makes it stand out from the crowd so um, but yeah it's put on full display on this tune so uh, here we go. This tune is a pretty accurate representation of the rest of the album, so if you dig this, I think that you will like the rest of the record as well. So off of the album The Black Bile, this is Medico Peste with Holy Opium.
Alright, that was Medical Peste from Poland with Holy Opium. They definitely succeed in creating a, an interesting mood uh, with their stuff. Uh, I've found this album to be a good album for uh, driving around. <laughs> if I'm just driving around town, I'll put that on. Um, Alright, let's go to Iceland here out of Reykjavik. This is a fairly new band. They've been around since 2016. Uh, they just released their debut a month ago. Um, less than a month ago, actually. The band is called Nexian, and they released an EP back in 2017. That was their first release of any kind. And, uh, and then they got themselves signed, and they just released their debut called Seven Oracles that came out on June 20th of this year. It came out on Avant-Garde Music. And it's, um, <clears throat> it's pretty much just kind of blackened death metal and um, pretty straightforward, and I just think they do a really good job, but uh, I saw them appear on a list of, uh, you know, the best releases of, of uh, 2020 so far. I checked it out just a couple weeks ago, so this album was, was fresh, uh, freshly released, and it was already kind of uh, making waves, so to speak, as far as... Uh, earning them a spot on some of these lists of, uh, you know, the best uh, extreme metal albums to have come out so far this year. So I gave it a spin, and I like it a lot. I would like to give it a few more listens, but uh, this track stood out to me as, a, as an instant favorite. So I plan on uh, checking out this album again, and then uh, hopefully diving back and checking out their EP as well to kind of see where they started from back in 2017. So... Here we go from Reykjavik, Iceland, off of the album Seven Oracles. This is Nexian with The Spirit of Black Breath.
Alright, then it just cuts out. That was Nexian from Iceland with the Spirit of Black Breath. You can kind of always count on uh, the Icelandic scene to generate something that's just a little bit different from the rest of their Scandinavian uh, counterparts. Which makes sense. I mean, just from a geographical standpoint, um, they're pretty isolated and separated from from the other countries there. So it makes sense that they would kind of develop a sound all their own. But... Um, but yeah, it's a very good record, and uh, I'm looking forward to jumping back into it and giving it another listen. Uh, now, this is one of those tunes, the one I'm about to play, is one of those tunes that I like to throw in there to kind of just shake things up uh, for the episode. There's a lot of black metal on this episode, so I wanted to uh, break it up a little just for a few minutes here. This is more in the traditional heavy metal uh, vein. And it's a very new band. Um, well, I guess they've been around since 2017, but uh, they haven't really released anything until this year. So they, as far as I know, they didn't even have a demo or anything like that. Um, but they released their debut called The Fear on May 29th of this year on Shadow Kingdom Records. The band is called Bloodstar. And anytime I see a band that is brand new that um, releases an album, they don't even have a demo, they release an album, and they're signed, it got released through a label, I'm immediately suspicious that, okay, somebody in this band must be, like, well-known already uh, for a label to have that much trust in them without having, you know, demos and, and things like that. And sure enough, I was right, I looked into this band. Uh, they're based out of Utah, by the way. Um, but they have the guitarist from Visigoth, and uh, Visigoth is in the same vein, you know, cl uh, classic heavy metal, and uh, they've kind of gained some uh, notoriety and, and popularity in recent years, and rightfully so. Visigoth is is very good. Um, but yeah, so it made more sense to me once I saw that, like, okay, this band features that guy, so that's why he got this band, Bloodstar, uh, signed to a label, even without having a demo or anything. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, they... As far as I know, they've released just this song, maybe one other single since uh, since then, but the album itself is not out yet, uh, but it's coming out very soon, if I remember correctly. So, again, the album is, uh, is going to be called The Fear, and I'm playing the title track off of that. So here we go, some classic heavy metal. This is Bloodstar with The Fear. <laughs>
All right. That was Bloodstar from Utah with The Fear. Definitely helps to kind of break things up on the episode, and it's just good quality heavy metal. Great guitar work, and um, kind of a little bit of safe vocals. She doesn't really uh, expand too much with her range, but I think she uh, does enough to keep it interesting. Uh, all right, we're going to go to kind of an international project here. This is uh, a band that consists of members that are from uh, both the UK and Norway. Uh, they've existed in some form or another since 2007, uh, but they've had kind of some uh, members, you know, in and out over the years. The band is called The Death Trip, and um, I never, I had heard of them, and immediately for some reason, just because of the band name, I had a different uh, expectation of what it was going to sound like. I don't know what I thought it was going to be, like melodic death metal or something. I didn't really know who was in the band at the time, but... I just wasn't particularly interested in checking it out, and then um, and then I don't know what prompted me to do so, but it's black metal. It's just a black metal band, and I had no idea. <laughs> but they released their second album um, last year, it was in November of last year, called Demon Solar Totem, and that came out on Profound Lore Records. And this band um, has uh, Thomas Erickson from Mork, on bass and has uh, Kvost, the vocalist for Dotheim's Guard, um, doing vocals here, and uh, Dan Mullins on drums, and they actually had uh, Aldron, also from Dotheim's Guard. Um, he was the singer of the band from 2007 when they formed all the way up until last year. So it's kind of funny because uh, Kvost was the person who replaced Aldron in Dodheim's guard and so the fact that he's replaced him in the death trip as well is just kind of interesting to me but um but yeah so this album the second album is the first one that has Kvost uh doing vocals so Dan Mullins I'm not a big fan of of course he was in My Dying Bride and he was in Balsagoth but um I don't think he's the the tightest drummer in the world but he does a, a good job uh in this band on this album so I have no uh no issue with his drumming on this record but um but yeah so here we go just kind of some lo-fi black metal action off of the album demon solar totem this is the death trip with enter spectral realms Spectre burial worlds, dreams of apparitions, my 
All right, that was the death trip from the UK and Norway with Enter Spectral Realms. All right, we're going to jump back to the USA here out of Cincinnati, Ohio. This band has been around since 2010. And this, I don't know why, I really can't, I truly can't explain it, but when I first listened to this album, I immediately could tell this was an American band. And I don't, I don't have an explanation for that, but I was uh, satisfied whenever I saw that they were, in fact, from uh, from America. But um, but it's really good. Um, it's kind of black and death metal. The vocals are really good. Um, I know they existed for maybe four years, like from two, like 2006 to 2010 under a different name, and then they changed it to this one. The band is called Valdrin. That's V-A-L-D-R-I-N, and uh, they just released their third album in June of this year. came out on June 12th. The album's called Effigy of Nightmares, and it came out on Blood Harvest Records. Um, they're another one that I just kind of came across as a related artist for, you know, somebody else that I happened to be listening to, and I uh, checked it out, and it was this new album. I guess it had just come out, and um, I really like it a lot. Uh, I'm not sure if it cracks my list for uh, albums of the year just yet, but um, I am liking it very much. Um, they just do a really good job. I have no idea how old these dudes are. Um, they look young in the band pictures, but I guess they've been around, you know, in, in other bands uh, prior to forming this one. But um, but yeah, as far as this band's existence, they're still fairly young. So, uh, But yeah, this album is great. I suggest you check it out. Again, it's called Effigy of Nightmares. So here we go from Cincinnati, Ohio. This is Valdrin with Red Burning Candles of Hatred.
That was Valdrin from Cincinnati, Ohio with Red Burning Candles of Hatred. I love that song, and uh, this record is really good. Um, I suggest you check it out. Okay, we're going to jump to Oslo, Norway here, and uh, this band kind of... uh, It's not so much this band, but it's a band that sprung from the ashes of this one that I really love a lot. So uh, because I got into that band, I then looked into the band that they were previously. So the band I'm talking about is called Toulouse, and that's T-U-L-U-S. And um, the band that I really, really like that consists of these same members is called Cold, which is K-H-O-L-D. I love Cold. Got to see them in Norway in uh, 06, and they were fantastic. And then uh, shortly after that, like, they have a tendency to release something and then go on hiatus for years and then come back and release something and then play a few festivals and then go on hiatus for three, four years. And then they just keep repeating that process. So it seems like whenever they go on hold these days that Toulouse um, reforms and will release something. So that's kind of what went on here. Uh, I was actually uh, fortunate enough to see Toulouse live in Norway as well in 2008. So I saw Cold in 06 and then Toulouse in uh, 2008. They had uh, just released their comeback album um, in 2007 called Biography Obscene. And uh, so they played a lot of material off of that. And it was a good performance. I still prefer Cold, um, but it was still good. And uh, since then, they've released a couple more. Uh, They just released this album uh, in in March of this year. It's their sixth album overall. They did three albums um, during their first uh, era from 91 to 2000. And then they've done three albums in this uh, second era from 06 until now, just kind of off and on. So uh, again, this album came out uh, this past March. It's called Old Old Death. came out on Soul Cellar Records. And it's actually the singer and guitar player's uh, wife, who does all the lyrics, both for Cold and for Toulouse. Uh, She writes all the lyrics, and she writes it in a very uh, old, um, not very often used uh, form of Norwegian, so it's it's pretty interesting. But uh, again, the album's called Old, Old Death. They kind of stick to a similar vibe as Cold, which means that it's kind of a more, almost just rock-based drum beats more often than not. And uh, they just kind of stick to kind of a more headbanging tempo, and and uh, the riffs are simplistic but effective, and um, yeah, it's good stuff. The older stuff is a little bit different than this, but um, but yeah, if I were to pick an album of theirs to check out first, I would check out their their album from '07, Biography Obscene. I think that's a good starting point for people who are wanting to check out more from this band. So. Here we go, off of Old Old Death, this is Toulouse with Grun Grav. Bye. 
right, that was Toulouse from Oslo, Norway with Grun Grav. Um, okay, we're going to jump to Sweden here. This is a band that I actually thought was German for some reason. Don't ask me why. Um, but they've been around since 2012. And uh, once I kind of looked into who was in this band, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. It makes sense that they're Swedish. Uh, I haven't heard of uh, most of the members, but the vocalist of this band is the current vocalist for Witchery, who's been on their last couple of albums. Uh, he sounds great on those Witchery albums, and he sounds very good here as well. The band is called Necrocraft, and uh, they use K's instead of C's, in case you're trying to spell that. It's a bit of a silly band name, I think, but... Um, Nonetheless, they put out some good stuff. They have two full lengths um, out so far. And uh, I think the last full length came out in 2017. And uh, they just released a single. Uh, I think they may have released a second single since uh, this one came out. But uh, they just released a single on June 5th of this year uh, called Witch's Funeral. And I'm not sure what the title of the next album is going to be. Maybe it's going to be called Witch's Funeral. I don't know. It could just be the song, but um, it's coming out on The Sign Records, and uh, it's good. It's kind of melodic, um, black death, thrash, hybrid kind of stuff, but um, it's definitely mostly rooted in black metal uh, with great vocals. Uh, he sounds just like he does in Witchery, but um, but yeah, this is a, a pretty good pretty good representation of their older stuff as well because I, I went in reverse I checked out this single and then I went backwards and checked out the full lengths as well and uh, they're, they're pretty similar to this in style and everything so but yeah here we go off of their forthcoming album this is Necrocraft with Witch's Funeral
That was Witch's Funeral from Necrocraft. Really good. Uh, just those little touches, like the organs at the beginning, and uh, just the fact that they're definitely rooted in black metal, but they're not afraid to like get heavy with their sound at times. I uh, like that kind of ending section there. It's just really thick and heavy. Uh, I think that's uh, something that kind of sets them apart and makes the, uh, the tunes a bit more memorable. But um, really good song. And I'll be keeping an eye out for that uh, this new album of theirs. But um, I'm not sure exactly when it's coming out, but I'm going to keep checking in. If I remember, I'm going to try. <laughs> it's hard to remember stuff these days. Everything just feels like one long day. But um, all right, we're going to go back to Poland here. This is one of my all-time favorite bands uh, in the death metal genre. The band is Hate. They've been around since 91, and uh, they've really been on a roll probably since... oh. 2008 or so um maybe even before that they whenever they released morphosis um morphosis was their 
Let's see, sixth album, I believe. They've released 11 up to this point. So, uh, yeah, their last like four or five have been stellar. And um, they just got themselves a new drummer, actually. Their previous drummer from the last uh, three records has uh, has left. He's been dealing with some issues with uh, his wrists and tendonitis and stuff like that. He admittedly said he just doesn't have very good technique, which is true. If you've ever seen uh, drum cam videos of the guy, he is a very good drummer, um at times but uh, he tends to get really stiff he kind of seizes up while he's blasting real fast and stuff and you could just see that he's he's struggling um especially in, in a live setting i've seen them a few times with him on drums and i've seen him also he was the drummer for vader at one point and he struggled mightily when he was drumming with vader as well um so yeah I kind of uh, applaud him for just kind of admitting, you know what, my technique isn't very good and it's causing me some issues and I need to t- take a, a seat and reevaluate what I'm doing and then get back out there with uh, with a different band. You know, he doesn't want to hold back uh, hate from what they're wanting to achieve. So he stepped aside and now they have this super young early 20s uh, drummer who uh, has has filled in for them live for their last couple of tours and did a really good job so they decided to uh, give him the full-time gig I think they've already released like a drum cam video of him playing uh, a song off of their last album just to kind of show the fans that uh, that he can hack it so yeah I'm uh, anxious to see kind of where they go and what they do with this new drummer and kind of what he brings to the table but um, anywho I'm going to play something from their more uh, pure death metal uh, era because their first couple of albums weren't spectacular. Uh, third album was called Kane's Way, and that one was kind of a Morbid Angel meets Deicide, um, like a blend of that. And it's good. I mean, it wasn't particularly original, but it was it was very good uh, as far as that style. Uh, but this album is when they started kind of finding a sound all their own. And then they just kind of evolved from here. So this is kind of the last of their full, like, pure death metal albums. After that, they started getting darker and kind of having a more black metal touch uh, to their stuff while still being, you know, definitely death metal. But, um, yeah, the album is called Awakening of the Liar. It came out in March of 2003. Again, it's their fourth album out of 11 so far. This came out on Empire Records, and uh, this one has some of my favorite riffs that they've ever done honestly uh, this record has some really good tunes on it but uh, this one has always been a standout for me because I love the riffs in this song so great drumming on this record as well so here we go off of Awakening of the Liar this is Hate with The Scrolls
right, that was Hate from Poland with The Scrolls. I love that song. Um, they released a DVD, I want to say in 2004, maybe? Maybe 2005, um, called The Litanies of Satan. And it's a really basic, like, stripped-down DVD live performance of theirs. Uh, and it's hard to find. It's hard to come across the actual DVD to purchase, but they do have the entire performance uh, on YouTube, and I actually go back and watch that um, with some regularity because I, I have a lot of uh, concert DVDs and stuff from different bands. But yeah, every now and again, I want to watch uh, Hate, and they don't have any other uh, live performance like DVDs. I wish they would. Uh, so that's kind of if I want to watch a performance of theirs, that's kind of the only option I have as far as professional video and sound and stuff. But uh, it's a good set, and uh, it has their old lineup, an old drummer and all that, but uh, they play a lot of songs off of Awakening of the Liar, and uh, it's great. But, uh, okay, we're going to go to Norway here. This is not metal by any means, but they certainly have their ties to uh, the black metal scene. The band is Vordruna, and, uh, of course, I've played Vordruna at least twice, if not three times in the past. Um... Their last album uh, was hard for me to accept as a Vordruna uh, album because it was done in the skaldic uh, musical style, which is a, a solo performance style. Um, so yeah, it was basically uh, Einar just with his own, in whatever instrument he happened to be playing for that particular song, it would just be him and his instrument uh, kind of doing these little solo uh, performances or one tune is is completely uh, a cappella it's just strictly vocals and uh, while it was a, a really like moving uh, album and full of some really great uh, stuff really great music it was hard for me to accept it as a Fordruna album because the what makes their sound what it is is kind of the uh, the chanting the kind of um, the collection of native instruments and things all being played at the same time and all the uh, choirs and chanting um, is in, in the drums kind of um, driving the whole thing along that that to me is what makes that band so special so it was a, a bit of a departure on that last album but they released a single called Liefjeberg and that came out on June 5th of this year on By Norse Music, and this is the first single from their upcoming album, which was supposed to be released, I think, in May or June, but because of the virus and all that stuff, they pushed it back to uh, the fall. I can't remember exactly when in the fall, but it's been pushed back towards the end of this year, so they released this single just to kind of satisfy everybody until then. And it's lengthy. It's about eight minutes, eight and a half minutes, and um, but it's great. It's, it's back to their style that I'm used to, um, and to me, this song finishes really strong. Like the last few minutes of this song um, is really powerful. I like it a lot. So um, I am definitely excited. Uh, I mean, I was I was already ex always going to be excited for a new Wardruna album. Um, but yeah, after hearing the single, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for it. So here we go from their upcoming album, which the title of that I don't recall. <laughs> I should have written that down. But uh, this is Vordruna with Liefjeberg.
All right. That was Vordruna from Norway with Liefjeberg. Um, I think that's an excellent second half of that song. Uh, the first half is fine as well, but the second half is what really struck me as being just really uh, powerful. Uh, okay, we're going to go to the USA here. This is a band that was originally out of Kansas City, Missouri, but then moved to Florida and carried on from there. The band is Angel Corpse, and Angel Corpse is great. Um, I think that they kind of carry more um, reputation maybe than, than I think is worth it. I'm probably going to get some flack for that. I have some friends who are way into Angel Corpse, and they're very good, but um, I'm not quite sure why they have the level of notoriety that they, they have. But um, but there's some really enjoyable stuff that they've put out. Um, they've done four albums. They've kind of reformed and broken up a couple of times uh, throughout their career, but I think they've been done now since... Uh, uh, maybe 2017, I think their last um, stretch that they were together was 2014 through 2017, and then they stopped again. So as far as I know, they're done uh, for good this time. But um, but yeah, they put out four albums. Um, the first couple uh, are especially um, revered, you know. So I'm going to play something off of the second album, which is called Exterminate. came out in 1998 on Osmos Productions. This is the opening cut off of it, and it's just high-energy, extreme death metal. And it's pretty great. <laughs> so here we go off of Exterminate. This is Angel Corpse with Christ Hammer.
All right. That was Angel Corpse from Florida with Christ Hammer. Uh, all right. I have reached that point where I need to uh, announce the final song of the episode. Um, I want to thank all of you for listening and all of you for telling other people about the podcast. And thank you for bearing with me uh, with some delays here and there, technical difficulties and blah, blah, blah. And now this time I've got a bit of a funky voice that uh, comes and goes and it's hung on well enough for me to get through this one. So hopefully I can get all that uh, sorted out pretty soon. I'm supposed to be singing on the next Giant of the Mountain EP here, doing some backing vocals in the next week or two. So hopefully I can get uh, everything under control before then. Uh, But yeah, so if you want to tell somebody where they can listen, they can listen online at uh, bloodandfireradio.podbean.com or on the free Podbean app, or the entire catalog of old and new uh, episodes is uh, on Spotify as well, so be sure to follow it on there. If you have any sort of uh, requests or feedback or questions or anything like that, you can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com. And uh, lastly, please find and follow the Facebook page, because any sort of updates... Or questions, you know, for you, the listeners, uh, poll questions or things like that. Um, It's all going to be posted there, so be sure to find it and follow it. So we're going to go to Italy here to close things out. You know I like to close things out with a good long tune. This is a project that's been around since uh, 2015. It's actually a side project of uh, one of the members from uh, Atramorse. And um, he plays everything here. It's very atmospheric slow funeral doom and there when i say atmospheric i mean that there's a lot of of atmosphere here and um it just sounds very distant and echoey and um it's it's mood music for sure it's something that you just put on and and kind of escape uh, while listening to it it's not something for you to just put on your headphones and focus you know um it's meant to be kind of a, a background atmosphere to whatever it is you're doing. But um, this project is called Noctu, and uh, they just released the second album in May of this year on Transcending Obscurity Records, which is a great label. Um, everything's in Italian. I really don't trust myself to pronounce it properly, <laughs> so you'll have to uh, you'll have to see the title of the song. Um, in the notes for this episode. Um, so yeah, I can't tell if it's truly Italian or if it's Latin. I know they're all kind of based from Latin and all that, but, um, but yeah, I'm just not even going to try to touch this one. But, uh, point being, it's a lengthy tune, about 15 minutes, uh, atmospheric funeral doom, and it's just done really well. And I think it's a nice, dense, deep, dark atmosphere to close things out. So, Thank you guys so much for bearing with me here, and uh, I have I have all the bands picked and songs picked for the next few episodes. I'm always making lists of uh, what I'm going to play in the future, and uh, so yeah, I've got my stuff ready for episode 70. So I'm, uh, barring any sort of uh, unforeseen issues, I hope to have that one out uh, on time. <laughs> so we'll see if I can make that happen. So... But uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and um, I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. So here we go. From Italy, this is Noctu with some sort of Italian song. (laughs) Cheers.